Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, you say that uh, like Prophet uh, Muhammad, he he's not the one because in the Quran it says that the one who comes after Jesus will be Ahmad, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what about in uh, the Bible when it says the one the Messiah he will be called Emmanuel, but the one who came his name is Jesus. Jesus does not mean Emmanuel. It's like different meanings. So mm. no, it's not different meaning actually. If you if you know what the word, do you know what Jesus means? Jesus means the Anointed One, the Messiah. Does not mean God is with us. Uh, <clears throat> uh, are you a student of Muhammad Hijab? I'm not a student of Muhammad Hijab. So where you get your knowledge from? I researched it, hmm. googled it. What the meaning of Christ? Christ means the Anointed One, the one anointed with oil. The so one. Jesus is the Anointed One. Christ is the Anointed One. Both of them the Anointed One. Yes. Hmm. Who told you that? <laughs> I looked it up. How about you look it up since it's like your religion like you're, you mm. should know that Emmanuel means God is with us It does not mean anointed one. So mm. how, how can you say that? Uh, Ahmad is different than Muhammad even though they share the same roots. It's not the no, same You see like when you say to root. me I searched that where do you get this from? Can you show me? I can send you the link. It's uh, what link all your uh, it's a Christian website mm. as Biblical scholars. They're the one who said that oh, mm, I didn't get mm, it. Mm. I didn't get it. I didn't get it from well, myself as so. as I know that Yeshua mean the Savior the one exactly. who will rescue the one who will save the world Yeah, this is not that the anointed one He is the anointed one for sure But this is not the name the name Yeshua mean the Savior you are saying to me that Yeshua or Jesus mean the anointed one That's it and Emmanuel is not the same, right? Yeah, Emmanuel means God is with us. Well, this is one of his names. We believe in Jesus that he is God with us. Well, Muhammad, uh, it's the same thing with Muhammad and Ahmed. Muhammad. No, my friend, no. Muhammad, he said that the, the, the person, Jesus, just, you know, when he say that God with us, which means people, they will believe that he is God with us. This is why they will call him God. And you Muslim, you say to us, where Jesus says, I am God, worship me. Well, so, and, uh, so Yeshua, Yeshua or Yeshua, in Arabic we say Yeshua, is a Hebrew verb for Yesha, uh, Yesha which is mean the one who saved, the one who delivered, the one who rescued. So even his name conveys to us a very clear name of God. <clears throat> uh, it does not mean that he is God. He, he Savior means someone who saves. It does not mean that he is God. Hmm. He wears the. Who is the one who saved the world? Is it uh, angel? Is it uh, man? Is it God? The one who saves the world? Hmm. I, I don't know because I don't believe. I don't believe in that. Like God, he became a man and then he died for us. It just doesn't make sense because what's the point? Like if God died for us, then we could just sin. Like why would God need to do that? Nobody. No, but first of all, you have a very funny idea of Christianity. Who is who is the one who said that he need to do that? God, he he did what he did because he loved us. People, they say, if, if God is, is real, let him show himself. Okay, he came to you. If God is real, if you are God, make this man come from death. Okay, he did. Make this blind see. Okay, he did. Uh, 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 control the nature. Okay, he did. Uh, create from the bird of mud. He, okay, he did. Uh, 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 <clears throat> stay alive. And he, his, you know, he, he did. Still until now, he is alive for, for, uh, uh, for thousands of years. So... You don't believe that God need to do so who said that God he need to do so or even he have to do so We as a Christian when we say that God he came to us and he died for us We are not talking about the death of God God never died that God who came to us in a form of a man the flesh of a man That person that flesh was killed, but God is always alive and Jesus is exist have nothing to do with his birth as an example Jesus said before Abraham I am and the Bible all over says that God name is I am so each time Jesus says I am he is saying I am God 
and this is what Emmanuel present that he is Hosha or Yeshua or Yeshua which is God is with us and this is what you can find in the Bible uh, 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 if you go to the book of number if you go to the book of uh, many books actually you know uh, I think number 13 16 you will find the names there present to us who is Jesus so eel eel uh, is the word mean God now the question here for you I don't know if you are with me from the beginning my friend your prophet said your prophet said that the most important name for Allah or the dearest names for Allah are Abdullah and Abdul Rahman okay so why it is not the name of Muhammad uh, it doesn't have to be the the name of Muhammad what does it have to be well I don't know you tell me because if Allah the first name he wrote in his chair is the name of Muhammad why this name will not be the first dearest name is, is it Muhammad is the most dearest person to Allah yeah hmm. So how yeah, come he is. he is the most dearest person to Allah, but his name is not the most de dearest? Are you saying to me, Muhammad, he got the wrong name? Well, that's exactly <laughs> like what you said about the the Messiah is supposed to be Emmanuel, but his name became was Jesus. It's like it's you're saying. No, no, no. He will be called, my friend. He he will be called. He will be called. God is with us. He will be called. Okay. This is in the Bible. There's no names. In the Bible, there's no names. All those are not names. They are titles. So he will be called. Yeshua is not even a name. It is a title for the Savior. Same as the Christ. Same as the Christ. Now, is Muhammad a name or it's a title? Muhammad is a name, but he, he is also called Abdullah title because he was also a slave of God. So. Mm, but you see, his, uh, but, but, but the name, he got the wrong name. His name is Muhammad, not Abdullah. You see here, your names, which are the dearest to Allah, are Abdullah and Abdul Rahman. So, if Muhammad is a person chosen by Allah and he is the one who inspired the mother of Muhammad to change his name from Qatham to Muhammad if this name is if his dream is coming from Allah that's mean the name of Muhammad should not be Muhammad should be Abdullah or Abdul Rahman and here we have a problem why Muhammad his name is uh, uh, Muhammad anyway Muhammad is the name of God the praised one if Muhammad is the praised one, who is the praised two? Uh, what do you mean the praised two? The praised one means the one who receives praise. Okay, so, thank you very much, guys. The praised one, he is the one who receives praise. Do you Muslim praise Muhammad or praise God? Uh, we praise we we praise God ultimately, but we also praise Muhammad as a prophet. But hmm. we don't we don't praise him as. So why Allah His name is not the praised one? If this is what means the the one who receives praise, right? Do Allah receive praise? Yes correct yes okay so yes. why his name is not the praised one and that name given to muhammad uh, allah does have a name that means the praised one i think al-hamid thank you al very much see guys allah and yeah. muhammad they have both the both the same name al-hamid and muhammad yes. both of them they are the praised one but muhammad is is a human name like it means the praised one and, and like he's a human it doesn't no mean no my God friend no my friend my friend the praised one cannot be a name for a human because how how a human can be praising a human a human who is a sinner is your prophet a sinner yes he is okay he's a sinner so how how he became a, how he earned that title the praised one do you do you praise the sinner uh <clears throat> like i don't i don't understand like the point that you're saying just doesn't i'm saying my friend listen to me if if muhammad yeah. is a sinner and you agreed which is good so if if I am a sinner, you want to praise me for my sin? We don't praise him for his sin. We okay, so you praise him, him for, for what? Thing. For what? We praise him because he did good things like despite what? having sin. Like what? Well, he he abolished in infanticide that is burying the girls alive. That's a big fat lie, yeah. my friend. That's a big fat lie. You want me to prove it to you? This is yeah. not about burying the the girls. 
have nothing to do with burying the girls and none of the Arab burying the girls. If you, if I ask you right now, can you show me the reference of burying girls? People will love. There's nothing. There's nobody burying the girls. This is a fabrication, and the Muslims have nothing to do with their own. Uh, 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 you know, if we go, let us see. <clears throat> let me show you some reference. Okay, look, look with me in the screen. <coughs> you speak Arabic, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, that's wonderful. I like it when somebody speak Arabic because that will make it easier for me. Do you see the website? What is the name of the website? Uh, the website? Hmm? Uh, I can't see the address. No, no. Do you see the the, the logo? Ahl al-Quran. Correct. What does that mean? The people of the Quran. All right. Those are Muslims, correct? Yes. Okay. Tafsir al-Mawuda al-Nafsul Mu'adhaba. Tafsir al-Mawuda al-Nafsul Mu'adhaba wa laysa radiya al-Qatila. So the title is telling you what is the correct answer. It is al-nafsul mu'adhaba when a, when a soul when a soul is buried and like you, you kill somebody and supposedly now he is killed or this person women or male or female doesn't matter is killed he is buried and then his soul is buried with him so the soul will say for what guilt I was killed it's not about the child baby Read with me. صدق المفسرون التفسير اللغوي لكلمة الموعودة ففسروها بأنها رضيعة أو الطفل الذي قتلها والدها خوفا من الفقر والأولعار. ومن ثم تم تفسير قوله تعالى وإذا الموعودة سئلت بأي ذنب قتلت بأن الطفل القتيل يتم سؤالها بأي جريمة تم ذبحها. ومن أمثلة ذلك تفسير أضواء البيان etc etc. Okay and then he says to you. <coughs> وإذا الموعودة سئلت بأي ذنب قتلت هذا قراءة الجمهور سيات الموعودة أنا كأي ذي سورة في الجبيرة كراهية البنات وفي القراءة المعروفة نجد القراءة المعروفة سئلت وقتلت وهناك قراءة أخرى وهي سئلت وقتلت بمعنى أن الموعودة يسيد القرآن يهاف تو قرآن هير هيز ميشين تو قرآن وان قرآن سيس سئلت وقتلت and the other one says قتلت سألت وقتلت وقتلت سألت سئلت and سألت and there's a huge difference and this is showing us the corruption of the Quran because there's a huge difference between سألت which means she asked and سئلت which means she been asked بمعنى الموعودة هي التي تتسأل وليست التي تسأل من غيرها وهي تسأل قاتلها وهو والدها بأي جريمة قتلها فالتاء في سؤلت وقتلت تاء الفاعل وفي كلتا الحياتين هناك مشكلة هي أن الطفل الموعودة سوري جايز أم جاست ريدين فور هيم إن أرابيك ويل ترانسليت أن الطفل الموعودة الرضيعة لا تتكلم لعدم علمها بالشيء كما قال تعالى في سورة النحل والله أخرجكم من بطون أمهاتكم لا تعلمون شيئا ريمبر شي إز أن إنفنت أند هير ذي أر سين تو يو ذيس إز كانت بي أباوت أن إنفنت بيكوز ذا قرآن كونفيرم ذات وين بيبي إز بورن هي نو ناثينغ هي كانت توك ذيس إز ذيس أونلي ون أوبشن ون إكسبشن ذات إز جيسس when he is born, he speak because Jesus is different in Islam. ومن ثم فهي لن تسأل ولن تسأل. تبقى لقوله تعالى في سورة الأنبياء كما بدأنا أول خلق الخلق نعيده. Then he say نعود لكلمة قتلت فقد تم تفسيرها كما هو في المشهور معاني اللفظ قتل وهو الذبح وغير وفاة غير الطبيعية بينما هناك معنى آخر هو اللعن كما في قوله تعالى في سورة المنافقون قتلهم الله أن يؤفكون والمراد عنهم الله كيف يكفرون بأفاضل عقبها يكذبون اتسترى ومن ثم فالمعنى لا علاقة له بقتل البنات الرضيعة ومعنى العبارة إذا الموؤودة سئلت بأي ذنب قتلت وإذا المتعبة 
استفهمت بأي جريمة لعنت أي بألفاظ أخرى وإذا النفس المعذبة تم سؤالها لأي سبب عذبت وهو يطابق قوله تعالى في سورة المدثر ما سلككم في سقر إلى آخره So you see my friend this is a wrong understanding the Muslims they have and you Muslims even don't agree about it So the Muslims they took false interpretation saying that here is about burying babies but the verses have nothing to do with burying babies the verse is about when you kill somebody and you kill, will kill with no guilt that that body he did there is two reading one is says su'ilat and the other one sa'lat which means the Quran is corrupt and both of them will lead us that there is no way it can be for a baby because the Quran confirmed that babies cannot talk and they do not know and they will go always to the first stage even when when they are created or let's say re-resurrected so the confirmation here that this is have nothing to do with killing babies now we go back to zero why you praise Muhammad and even if this is uh, and, and here we go even though I refuted you about this even this is not Muhammad he brought it if this is if this is from Allah what you are saying to me that Muhammad he brought this that's mean Muhammad is the one who fabricated this verse uh, actually uh, this uh, I want to know what tafsir is this because there's obviously multiple tafsirs uh, what tafsir is this the one that says that it's the not guy his name is Tababi, whatever his name you know Rada al-Battawi, al-Battawi, an Egyptian sheikh or I never scholar. Heard of him. Well, who cares? Anyway, you said to me that Muhammad he brought this, correct? That's me, Muhammad. Uh, yeah. That's me, Muhammad is the one who fabricated the Quran, because either this is coming from Allah or this is coming from Muhammad. It's coming from who? Coming from uh, from Allah through Muhammad. So, I mean, what 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 favor Muhammad he have? You know, if God he gave me a verse to tell you to tell it to you, does that mean I am the one who did the favor? I'm just you told me a second ago that Abdullah is the best names, right? Which means the servant of Allah. So now you are a servant of Allah and yet you are the one who do me a favor. No, it is Allah. Muhammad, he did not even say he did not even say anything. Supposedly Muhammad, he de delivered a verse from Jibreel and Muhammad, he repeat the verse in the front of us. So what he did. So why you praise Muhammad? So you gave me false verse have false meaning false interpretation. And now we have a prophet you praise him just because he is the one who delivered for you a verse well there's many ones there's Moses he delivered verses there's Abraham delivered verses there's Isa he delivered verses for you there's 124,000 messenger of Allah they deliver verses for you how come their name is not the praise one well you don't you believe that that Jesus uh, he's, he's Emmanuel God is with us so... because he's God my friend this is God so are you saying that Muhammad is God too Please. No, I'm not saying that. I'm okay, for that me, you, you see, you, can, you cannot compare because for me, Jesus is God, is not a prophet. If I call Jesus Emmanuel and he is a prophet, that would be a problem. But if I call him Emmanuel and I believe he's God who came to us, that's not a problem. That's perfect. Actually, fit with the belief. So now you call Muhammad the praised one based on what? Yeah, I have a question for you. You want to you answer the question by a question? Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah, don't you believe that? Do you, do you believe, uh, do you know about Elijah? Hmm. Prophet, what does Elijah mean? What does that mean? It means uh, the uh, the one who God praises. Mm. Right. Muhammad Hijab, he said uh, Elijah means God is with us. No, no, he's wrong. Mm. Muhammad was wrong. Well, Elijah, Elijah means the one, the one who's praised by God. So you, he's the one prophet, who praised right? by God. Mm, man, that's God, amazing. So why are you saying that? Uh, Abdu, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you see, I like it when Muslims when uh, when he he give us meaning so you are saying that god uh, elijah mean the one who uh, god praise him yes where do you guess from i looked it up 
Oof, 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 I mean, you Muslims are expert in Arabic, expert in Hebrew. Uh, let us let us change the language we're talking to now to Chinese. Where you, I mean, you are saying to me, I looked it up. It looked like you are you are a student of Muhammad Hijab who knows nothing. But Muhammad Hijab, he says, God is with us. You are saying to us, uh, 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 praise God. What 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 he said? Hey, Elijah Elijah means my God is Yahweh. He means the one who. Like he, yeah, he but you. But God. a second ago, you said something else. You should search Google, right? So you know, you you notice that you are saying something stupid. No, I, I made a mistake. Ah, you but made like... a mistake. Okay, okay. So, okay, let, let us go back to zero. So, why the name of Muhammad is the praised one if he is not your God? Because he's the the last prophet, and he was he was a good he was a good man. He never lied, and uh, he never lied. Yeah, Muhammad never lied. Yeah, his name was Al Amin. Wow, what Al Amin mean? Al Amin means the the the, the truthful one. The truthful, trustworthy, trustworthy, correct? Trustworthy, yes. Mm, okay. Did you hear about the story of Zaid? Uh, Zaid ibn Haritha? Zaid, the adopted son of Muhammad. Zaid ibn Haritha, yes, I know. When Muhammad, he went to the house of Zaid, and he flirted with the wife of Zaid, when she was married to Muhammad. Was Muhammad a trustworthy person, or he was a bad person? He, he did not flirt with her. He came to the house, and he, he, he was shy. He didn't even want to look at her. And Are you sure? Left. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm. Okay, which interpretation would you like me to read for you? Uh, what do you mean interpretation? You mean like this? This is in hadith. It's not in. Uh, you mean Sahih Bukhari or Muslim? You mean interpretation for what happened? I mean the story. Which where where we will get the story? The story. We go to books, Islamic books, and they will tell us the stories. Correct. Let us go to some Islamic books and see if Muhammad he flirted with her or not. Give me a second, and I will make you read with me on the screen. And I'm so happy that you speak Arabic, so you have no excuse to say. I do not know. Doesn't say that. Uh, this is Tafsir al-Qurtubi, and this is the official government website of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Remember, you said Muhammad is a trustworthy. Let us see. When a man he go to the house of a married woman, and he flirt with her, and he said to her that my heart is a flipping for you. Let us see. <coughs> Read with me carefully. Translate my friend. He told him to uh, stay with your wife. Okay, but you translate the first, translate the first. Why you jump the first? I mean, this, this is the only sentence you saw? I mean, you read all, and only this is the only sentence you want to translate to us, translate the rest, all of it, all of it. Well, from here, go ahead. Muhammad, he came to Zaid Yaman, seeking him, and he saw Zainab standing. Continue. He saw her, she was white and beautiful, uh, of the woman of Quraysh. So Fahawaiha, I think it means that he liked her. He said, "Subhanallah, muqallib al-kulub." Uh, and then Zainab translate, heard, translate, uh, translate, translate. Fahawaiha, which means he loved her, and he said, "And he said, uh, praise God, the the changer of hearts." And then he he okay. heard uh, Zainab so, heard the, so the blessing. it says that Muhammad he went to the house of his own son, and the wife was there alone, and your prophet he flirted with her, speaking loudly to the point she heard him saying that. Praise be to Allah, the one who flipped my heart for you. And it says they are fahawiha, which means he fell in love with her. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Is that a trustworthy if your father come to your house and your wife, she is alone. And he said to her flirting words, 
like you are sexy man i like you mm, wow yummy huh if he says such a thing god forbid is your father or even if he is your friend or even if he is your brother is that a trustworthy person wait this hadith like uh, is it uh is it a weak one is it a weak one uh... guys is it a weak one come on man be honest this is tafsir al-qurtubi this is your islamic website the kingdom of saudi arabia tafsir al-qurtubi i have nothing to do with it this is a story written by Muslims about Muslims from Muslims about their prophet. There's no way if the Muslim wrote this about their prophet. So imagine how ugly the truth is because always Muslim they try Muhammad to look the most perfect man. I, for me, if you ask me, I believe Muhammad already is sleeping with this woman because he is the one who married her to Muhammad. So Muhammad, obviously he married this woman to, to Zaid so he can get access to her anytime because nobody will suspect that he is sleeping with her. Because she is married to his own son by, by by adoption, so now Muhammad he got free access. The husband he go to work, the prophet he come home, he sleep with the wife, and the husband don't dare to ask anything. And then you will notice here that she said that to Zaid for Fatina Zaid for Fatina like bingo. Oh boy, this guy is sleeping with my wife already. So right away. He went to Muhammad says, I want to divorce this wife. She I don't like her really. She she's she's hurting me with her tongue, you know. Suddenly, the guy he was fine with his wife. The second she told him that your father was here and he flirted with me, and he says that his heart is flipping for me. Suddenly, the guy went divorce her because he said he, he knew that he became he became a pimp. If he stay marrying to this woman, he's a pimp. Who is going to stop Muhammad, who is the king of his people now? This guy, he is no one. He is just an adopted son by Khadija. And then Muhammad, and then Muhammad, the, the trustworthy, the one you say, you, you say he's trustworthy. He changed the law, which is practiced for centuries of adoption, which is a noble law. And he forbid Muslim from, you know, for adoption, just because he want to have this woman in his bed. Uh, well, I, I think this hadith is weak. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's weak. I mean, we need to, uh, I'm okay. You can call me a month from now. I'm going to feed it. Read with me what Zainab she said here with me. I want you to take attention to this. Do you see that? Each time it says here, Zaid he came to his bed to his wife, which means they want to have sex with her. And she said, But he could not do it with me. And nothing forbid him from doing it except Allah. So he could not do it. And this is the report of Abi Asma, Nuh ibn Abi Maryam. And then, and this is mentioned coming from Zainab. And she, she mentioned that. And one, in one of the stories that Zaid, his penis is swell each time he tried to get close to her. Do you think this is a miracle of Allah? He made the husband penis swell? Um, I don't know, like, it's just uh I mean this is a miracle uh, obviously the guy he want to sleep with his wife Muhammad now he like the wife Allah he make the penis of the husband as well obviously it's a miracle well uh like the prophet did tell him to stay with your wife and like in the end he was human like he made mistakes we don't believe you see how Muhammad he says to him stay with your wife and five minutes ago he was a flirting with the wife I mean obviously don't can't you tell this guy is a hypocrite imagine I come to a woman I flirt with her and then her husband come to me says I want to divorce her and I know I want her badly and then I say to him no no keep your wife man keep your wife I mean obviously you come on and even the verse saying that the verse is the verse saying Muhammad is saying that Allah told him why you are hiding what you, why you are hiding what you have in your heart for her so what kind of God he said to a man 
Why you are hiding your lust? This is not love. This is lust. Muhammad already have many wives. You do not need one more wife. What kind of a God and what kind of a prophet? He asked a man who is sending him as a trustworthy, saying to him, why you hide what you have in your heart, which is for a woman she is married. Uh, which which verse is that? What do you mean which verse is that? Is the verse we, we mentioned, you know, the verse in the front of us, chapter 33, verse number 37. He said to the man, why you want to divorce your wife? Keep your wife for you. Keep your wife for you, man. Keep it, keep it. Eh? And then, but the, the verse saying, uh, 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 why you are hiding what is inside you the Muslim they say that Allah told him that this woman she will be yours why she will be his she's married already well uh, Zaid didn't want her so what do you mean they want her Zaid he never said I want I don't want her until Muhammad he went to his house and he flirted with her you are the one who said to me he is a trustworthy. Let us go to a different verse in the Quran. Forget about this one. Do you know that your prophet was accused to be uh, he stole underwear? That he would never do that. Hmm. Well, let us see. As the Muslims in chapter three, in chapter three, verse one sixty one, it says that the Muslims accuse your prophet that he stole an underwear. There's no way. Like that's, well, I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Does it say there here that the Muslim they accuse him to be a fraud? Do you see it? The Muslims accuse him to be a fraud, and Allah He sent him a verse to confirm that he is not a fraud. What what is the what is behind the story? There's a book, it's called Asbab al Nuzul. Do you know the book? Yeah, I know it. All right. We can go to any tafsir you wish anyway. I mean, not necessarily this one, you know. But we will we will see. We will try to, to know what, what this is mean. Chapter 3, verse 161. I mean, the one is calling. Like, don't you see I'm talking to that gentleman here? Why you keep calling? Wait until he hang up, and then we take your call. What's wrong with people? All right, we go to 161. Read with me, please. This is Tafsir al-Jalalain. When some red velvet cloth went missing in the day of Badr, and some uh, some began to say perhaps the Prophet took it, the following was revealed. It's not for a Prophet to be a fraud to Yahul. You said there's no way the Prophet, he does that. If yes, why the Muslims accusing their Prophet that he stole an underwear? Well, just some people, they accused him. It wasn't proven. Some people they are Muslims, right? Well, he is the best yeah, man for his okay. That but that's mean you see, if I am the best man between them, there I, I will be the last one to be accused, correct? But if there is somebody have a reputation of being a thief, he will be the first to be accused. So there's many people they were there. Why they accuse only Muhammad? Uh I don't know, like just because they accuse him doesn't mean that it's true. It's it says even red velvet cloth, it doesn't say panties. Oh, this and, is the this uh, is the Muslim translation. No problem. Okay, it's a piece of a cloth. It doesn't matter. It's a laundry. It's a laundry of somebody. He was killed, and they took his clothes. The Muslim they attacked them, and they took their clothes. I mean, what kind of a savage people they do that? Same time, what kind of a prophet is accused by his followers that he stole a piece of a clothes, regardless if it's a panty or a bikini or even a, a, a Gucci suit? What kind of a followers they accuse their best man? They do not accuse Omar or or uh, Abu Bakr. They do not accuse. Uh, uh, anyone they accuse Muhammad himself the prophet the trustworthy the best of mankind that he took it the Muslims this is this is how Muslims they see their prophet well Moses murdered uh, killed people when they started worshiping a calf in the Bible my friend so, what does this have I to mean, do with this what does this have to do with this I'm asking you about um, a prophet of God accused of theft by the Muslims Accused but not but never proven. So okay, it's I a pro no, it's a proven to be true. Look, because look what happened when the Muslims accuse Muhammad that he 
is stolen the piece of a cloth, the underwear. Allah, he sent the verse saying it's not him. And this is confirmed it's him. Do you know why? Why? Because if Allah is almighty and he knows everything, shouldn't he tell us who is the one who took it? If it's not Muhammad. So look what happened. We have a God. He is in the seven galaxy. And then we have a bunch of ants, you know, because we are like a size of an ant for God. Correct? Do you agree? We are like ants. Yes. So a bunch of ants are fighting over an underwear. And then God, the one who created the galaxies, the one who created the stars, the one who created this massive space and amazing universe, he speak about what? About a story involving a piece of a cloth. To defend who? To defend Muhammad who was accused of a theft. And yet he do not know who is the one who took it. Because if this is coming from God, if this verse is coming from God, not from Muhammad, he should say, go to the house of this guy, you will find the panty there. And then that's it, bingo. People, they go there, they open the drawer of this guy, they found the clothes there, and they got him busted. But look what Muhammad did. He created a verse saying, it is not, Allah said to me, it's not Muhammad. It's not Muhammad, Khabibi, not Muhammad. So who is, who is the one? If Allah, he told you to say to them, it's not Muhammad who stole it, why he did not tell you who is the one who took it? Wait, so you're saying that because uh, God said that the Prophet did not steal this clothes, uh, it's, such, it's such a stupid topic. So that means that it's not from God because he would not say something that's so trivial because now because right. now he did not took it So what is the proof? He should he should clear his name how to clear the name how to clear the name of somebody if somebody accuse you of a guilt How to clear his name, but just by saying he did not do it No, you give him you give them the real name the one who did it because obviously somebody took it Right somebody took it. Okay. What about you give us the name and that will clear the name of Muhammad and people will know right away That this is was a, was a mistake should not be happened but to say it's not Muhammad, that confirm it's Muhammad. That's confirmed that Muhammad is the one who made this verse. If somebody accused me of killing somebody or raping some women or doing something ugly, and then God want to prove that I am not guilty, how he can do that? Have you ever heard of a court? You go to the court, you say it's not him. You have to bring him the one. Okay, who is the one who did it? They are accusing him. You have to bring, you have to bring evidence. Even Columbus, the, the detective, he will not do that. Even the monk, the, the guy in the movie, you know, like the, the Lebanese guy, uh, Tony Shalhoub, he will not do that. So what kind of God he answered in such a way? It's not Muhammad who did that because uh, simply I, he did I, not I prove anything. I understand what you're saying, but I think you're contradicting yourself because if, if God, uh, like if he says the name of the person who stole the panties, mm -hmm. so God is basically talking about panties in the end. So that's also like, a well, this is about matter. panty anyway. The, who is who is more important now? The important is to clean the name of Muhammad. Don't talk about panty. Don't mention the word panty. Don't mention the word the bra. Mention the name of the one who did that. To say it's not Muhammad who did that. This is a joke. What is the proof? What is my proof that Muhammad is the one who made this verse itself saying it's Allah. He told me to tell you it's not me who took it. That's very really funny. Imagine you go to court. And the court accused me that I am a thief. I took uh, something from somebody. And then I say to them, oh, God just told me to tell you this. It is not for CP to steal. And the court they will say, sure, as long as God, he told you, okay, go. Bye-bye. You are right. This is stupid. That's silly. Until now, the one who took the panty is missing, and the panty is missing. Until now, after 1,400 years, the panty cannot be found. And if you go to the Saudi Arabia website, you will find the big reward for the one who can lead us to the one who took the panty. So what kind of God he come with such a verse which is silly and uh, does, does not make any sense? Uh, I don't really, like, I don't see how does that, like, prove that 
uh, like this verse was written by the prophet. Like, there's nothing wrong with with God sending down a verse saying that his prophet is is innocent. He doesn't have to interfere like in the affairs my, of man my friend my friend no he have he have to interfere because now he is trying to prove to us that he's innocent he did not prove to us he's innocent now because who is the one who did it nobody knows which means obviously Allah do not know because if Allah knows let us say it's not Muhammad who took it anyway let's say it was a false accusation until now nobody knows who is the one who took this piece of a cloth okay why Allah don't want to expose a thief in Islam is stealing is a, is, is a crime is it yeah. Okay. Shouldn't we do the punishment of Allah upon the one who took the stole? Yes. So that will do justice. Not only will clear the name of Muhammad because this is an ugly crime happened and now is accusing Muhammad. It's causing Muhammad to be accused of a crime, which means it is double sin. Not once. It's not only just he stole. It is he is he causing the prophet to be accused by that theft. So. It is it is a must to clear his name by telling us who is the one who took it But because Muhammad he knew that he is the one who took it so he fabricated well, uh, verse But the verse does not say who is the one who took it I believe that everything God says or does is, is for a reason so God obviously he cleared uh, the prophet's name by saying that he's innocent mm. And then it's the people's job to find out who did it. Okay, my friend You see forget about everything we said you just say that God it, it do everything for a reason. Do you agree? Yeah. Okay, what is the reason to send Muhammad? Uh, the reason to send Muhammad is mm. to uh, to bring back the the true monotheism, which is the the true religion of Islam. Because uh, Judaism, it's it's kind of like uh, it's like I don't know. I feel like it's too much about race. Like they kind of took they. It's like they made a monopoly on God. And about then obviously, race? what do you mean? Like uh, like Judaism, I think you you have to be like Jewish or something of Jewish or origin to be mm. like a Jew or mm. something. And and Christianity like uh, they worship a man mm. and and like there's obviously other pagan religions and stuff So then God sent down uh, the prophet to be the to bring the true monotheistic religion Islam to worship one Okay, God. let us take it one by one. Is it is it the fault? Uh, are you saying the Jews they made the religion as a racist like it's uh, that, that they are they are favorite upon mankind and they are better? Yeah Okay, because so, anybody should be able to worship God. Okay, so that that mean that mean they are racist if they if they have the idea that they are favorite upon all mankind, they are better than all mankind. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is what the Quran said, my friend. You just said, yeah. Thank you very much. If we go to chapter two, verse number forty-seven, it is Allah who said that Allah He favored the Jews upon all mankind. Obviously, your God was a Zionist in certain point of the time. Read with me. This is chapter two, verse number forty-seven. Children of Israel. Remember my blessing wherewith I blessed you and that I have preferred you above all being and you are the one saying to me that this is racist Which means this is ugly. This is disgusting. This is bad, but it was Allah who preferred the Jews upon all mankind uh, Well, I mean like uh-huh uh but like uh -huh. they, they kind of they fell from God's grace like the mid yeah but a second ago my friend you said something different you say that the Jews they think they are better than others and I, I want to be sure what you mean I said to you do you think this is racist and this is ugly because they think they are better than mankind you said yes and you agreed and now we find that it was the felt the fault of Allah it's not the fault of the Jews Allah he said to them I favor you upon all mankind uh, I forgot about that verse <clears throat> Ah, okay let us be consistent if somebody he think that he is above mankind he is racist as you said isn't it Allah he said that the Muslims are above all mankind the, the Muslims said that they are above all mankind yes 
نو اوكي ميرسي 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 بليز اوكي يو ار ذا بيست بيبول يو ار ذا بيست اوف بيبول ايفر ريزد اب اند ذن بيتوين تو براكيت فور ذا بينيفيت اوف مانكايند تشابتر 3 فيرس 110 ذا بيست فور مانكايند ار ذوز هو برينغ ذيم ويز ا تشين اراوند ذير نيكس تيل ذي امبريس اسلام وات دو يو ثينك اباوت ذس ها اي دونت سي ذا حديث اون ذا ذا فيديو اون يور It's, maybe it's coming. Maybe you have a delay. Guys, is it coming in your side? Do you see the hadith in the, in the screen? So based in your explanation, Islam is a racist cult. Make people believe that they are better than other people. Not only that, Allah, he gave them a duty to go and kill and enslave and put the chains around the necks of people in order supposedly to save them from hellfire. No, very nice of you. You know, you come and you put a chain around my neck and you drag me like a dog or a donkey and that because you are a good guy. You take me into slavery because you are a good guy. Because you want to save uh, me. Is this, is this hadith sahih? Well, obviously it is. Well, can I see it? Like, I want to see the... Here we go. I'm showing it to you. Why don't see it? I don't know. This is the book of Riyadh al-Salihin and the hadith number is 32. So what do you think? Uh... Well, uh, well, well. You want to call a friend? Uh, I don't. I don't agree with. Uh, you don't agree with your prophet? Did you say you don't agree with the prophet? Did you no, say? Did you say you don't agree with the prophet? It's not that. I think this this hadith is like, uh, like maybe the it's like it was it was uh, it was wrongly like what's it called the trans transmission there was like the, the transmission you see I, before i used to have a car older than this one my car now is like 15 years old but i used to have an older one the transmission it was very bad what the transmission my friend this is your prophet this is your books this is your this is your your muslims are the one who's saying that it's not me i don't i don't believe in in like in this like i think the hadith that like maybe they're wrong because they were they were written 200 250 years after the prophet's death like how do we know that he said that Oh. Ah, how you know who said that? Okay, what about the Quran? It says in chapter 3, verse 1010, Allah, he says that he made the Muslims are the best of mankind. And you are the one who said to me, the one who think he is the best of mankind, he's being racist. The best nation for the mankind, of the mankind. Who are the Muslims? Chapter, this is the Quran. What we would do with the Quran now? There's a wrong with the transmission there. Show me the verse. Uh -huh. are, you, are you saying you don't believe it? I don't, I don't, I don't remember it. I don't mm. think there's okay. No, no problem. No problem, my friend. <clears throat> Do you see it? Hold on. Hmm. This is chapter three, verse one or ten. One, one. Yeah, 10, I sorry. see it. Okay, and you are the one who said, if you believe in such a thing, you must be racist, and this is ugly. And the hadith there explained by Muhammad how you should treat people as a best man of mankind. You, as a best, your your duty is to go and kill them, and enslave them, and put the chains around their necks as if they are dogs. And this is mentioned in many books, by the way, including Sahih al-Bukhari. This is Sahih al-Bukhari. Well, this is Sahih al-Bukhari now. This is not the book you can run away from. This is Sahih al-Bukhari. The verse, you, true Muslims, are the best of people ever raised for mankind, means the best of the people for people as, uh, as you bring them with the chains on their necks till they embrace Islam. And Muslim, they say to us, Islam means peace. I mean, obviously, it means peace. Uh, Islam means submission. Hmm. With my respect to you, who, yeah. who is the donkey? He said that to you. Uh, 
it's not it's not like I, I know this Islam like some people they think that Islam means peace but like that the true meaning is is like Silm Islam is coming from the root word Silm Salim. okay no okay so did you say the word Silm did you say the word Silm yes okay well, to God, well oh, no 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 my friend you have no idea what are you talking about do, do you know who I am first uh well what, what do you mean who, who are you? I mean obviously you do not know you are talking to who anything you say in my present will be used against you any word you say you just say the word Salim did you and you said yes, Islam Salim. is coming from Salim well here we go Allah he forbid you from Salim uh, no okay no we have to submit though the whole premise is called Hold Islam on. because we okay. submit. let us see let us see. let us see if you are saying the truth or not okay you say that Allah he told you to go for Salim because Islam is coming from Salim here we go in Arabic it says فَلَا تَهِنُوا وَتَدْعُوا إِلَى السَّلْمُ وَأَنْتُمْ الْأَعْلَوْنَ Translation, this is chapter 47, chapter of Muhammad. So do not faint and call for peace. You shall be the upper ones. Which means, never call for selm, which means peace, when you are the uppermost. So Islam forbid you from going for peace. Uh, the, I, I remember that the fear of this verse was when, if, if you're the, if you're like being persecuted, like if you're persecuted and really? the only yes really okay what what tafsir yeah. is that what tafsir give me his name this guy who said that to you well, I can I can bring I can bring you the tafsir right now okay this you want is, uh, okay let us go this is this is the Quran in front of us chapter 47 verse number 35 47 35 okay this is your official government website and here we go to the verse what the verse saying don't call for peace until you kill them all because you are victorious what you are saying is absolutely false uh wait hold up my video is loading mm. okay i see it so do not falter do not be weak and do not call for peace that is to say truce with disbelievers should you encounter them when you have the upper hand mm -hmm. <coughs> when uh and when you are the can you show me the whole thing like just zoom out so i can see all the words i'm showing you all thing no you don't see all thing hold on let me be sure you see all the hold on. Uh, nothing missing actually. You see everything. This is the end of it. So you cannot be seeking peace when you are the uppermost. As simple as that. It's forbidden Islam. You can seek peace only if you are weak. Like now, in, I think you're an Egyptian. In Egypt, they sign a peace agreement with the Jews, but this is temporarily because this is against Allah wish. But Allah He gave you a permission to sign peace agreement as long you are not the uppermost, and that's what your prophet he did. But when he was not the uppermost, he signed a peace agreement until he got stronger and then he killed them all. And that's what the verse is saying. So you are saying to me, Islam is coming from the word Selm, which is false, because here we go. Don't, don't even try to get close to Selm as long as you are uppermost, which means if the Muslims now are the uppermost, they will be slaughtering 7 billion human beings. Uh, al alun here does not mean the if you're winning in battle it means al alun means you're you superior by your faith my friend no no this is about superior with your with your power to vanquish read it it's in front of you so do not filter flatter do not be weak do not call for peace read uh, uh, read selm or selm that is to say a, a truce a, a, a trust with the disbelievers should encounter them when you have the upper hand upper hand in what in war this is uh yeah if you want we can change it for you no problem yeah i want to see the other tafsirs like okay uh, no Ibn problem Kathir. 
in this website here okay let's see the English first this is Ibn Abbas and we will show you Ibn Kathir no problem all is the same you want me to open Ibn Kathir I will open Ibn Kathir for you this is Ibn Abbas the cousin of your prophet do you want Ibn Kathir yeah okay no problem we are here to to help the Muslims to understand their cult we go to Ibn Kathir okay so all do right. not falter do not let us see go to Ibn Kathir the verse okay here we go here we go read it this is Ibn Kathir I think the word is clear and big are you okay yeah I'm here yeah I see it so okay uh, Allah so should not lose heart and beg for peace you cannot should not beg for peace big for war as long as you are superior you say superior by religion that's not true superior by 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 war um well uh, this is uh, you see it says here it says in front of you it says if if the disbelievers are considered more powerful and numerous than Muslims then the Imam general commander may decide to hold a treaty may which means if you are not equal to them you will not make it then you go for treaty fool them say we want to have peace lie to them taqiyya Say, I want to have peace. I want to be a peaceful people. Let us sign peaceful agreement. But this is until you are the uppermost. You, you are the one who chose Ibn Kathir, my friend. It's not my fault. Uh, well, the Quran is like, it's uh, it says like a guide. We shouldn't like take everything. My friend, aren't you the one who said to me, you want to see Ibn Kathir? Yeah. Okay. And this is Ibn Kathir. So what we will do now? Well... Well, let me okay. Forget about this, you know. Let it go, let it go. What about here? It says, Why, why, you Muslims, you have to obey Allah and Muhammad? Why you don't need to obey Allah only? If Muhammad is just a servant of Allah, who need to obey Muhammad? Because when you obey Allah, you obey everything, correct? You are, you are in the right track. Why the Quran says, Obey Allah and obey the messenger and do not infidelate your deeds. So if you don't obey Muhammad, you are not a Muslim. If you obey Allah, but you don't obey Muhammad, you are a bad person. You will go to hell. You say to me that you Muslims believe in one God. Obviously, Muhammad here, he put the name, his name, and his obedience equal to obedience of Allah. Because you cannot obey Allah alone. You have to obey Allah and Muhammad. Isn't it this is shirk? Uh, well, Muhammad is the prophet, so if he like, we should uh, if what he says is the uh, from God, so we should. It's like we're basically obeying no problem. God. What he say from God, then you should obey God. Why you put the name of Muhammad there? If 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 what he said from God, say obey God. Why he put his name there? If I say to you that I am a prophet and God told me to do that, then obey God, not obey me. Why I put myself between why Allah is putting his name supposedly the one is talking here is Allah why he says obey Allah and And by the way how Allah he says obey Allah. I mean have you ever heard of this? If I am a Christian prince, I say to you obey Christian prince and obey Muhammad. I am a Christian prince Well, God is speaking in in third person here because uh, to like sig like uh I don't know like I think to signify power no it's like he's sort of uh, like you know like and uh, uh, like speaking when when it says we in the Quran it does not mean that there's multiple gods it's, it's one God but he's using the royal we royal we so Allah is, is is seeking royal 
Allah is seeking royal the no. God Almighty he is changing his definition by saying we because a king Hussein he said we is that a, is that really a, a reason if he is one why he say we royal Allah is trying to speak like the kings but any king can say that we this well, is the, this the is Bible a false now listen 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 we? listen listen when Muhammad when Muhammad he says any Muslim woman she want to give out her panty to the Prophet is that an order from Allah or this is an order from a horny man his name is Muhammad the, the Prophet never never said that never said that well the verse in the Quran says yeah. and any woman any Muslim woman she want to give herself to the Prophet so he can if her uh, I mean like uh, what's wrong with that what's wrong with that like he can this is coming Mary this is coming from God any woman she want to if the prophet I mean the, the man he have many wives already why he need God to make for him such a verse what do you mean why God the, the Muhammad he have many wives what does have to do with Islam now Muhammad is a prophet of God he came to tell us about God Muhammad he want to spread Islam Muhammad want to convert us to Islam but Muhammad now he want the vagina of our women what does have to do with Islam why any believing women she have a chance and Muhammad giving her a, a great opportunity it's Allah is asking the believers Allah asking the Muslim women any believing women she want to give herself to the Prophet so he can yes thank you how it means so he can if her I mean what what this have to do with God who is the one getting the benefit of this if in business the monkey business Muhammad the one who created the universe the one who created the the, the whole world is making a verse says hey hey female any one of you would like to have a bang bang being born with the prophet give yourself to the prophet come on come on come on show me silence me teach me uh, I mean come on well like uh, this is uh well maybe like like the Quran it's it's not all of it is God's word like maybe the, like like the prophet uh, he, he put some like words in it I don't know what do you mean uh, what does this have to do with God you see, I am a Christian prince. Let us say I am claiming that I am a prophet. And then I come here in this chat. I have like 1,000 people listening. And I say to them, hey, females in the, you know, who want to sleep with me? Come on, this is crazy. This is sick. This can't be from God. Muhammad already have many wives. He have many slave girls sleeping with them. Why he need a verse from God to say any women she want to give herself to the prophet? Obviously, Muhammad now taking advantage of the people. He became a prophet. He became powerful. And he want to have sex with everybody. He don't even respect his followers. Otherwise, you tell me what is the benefit of this? What does this have to do with God? Why God? He was putting his his nose in the panty of Muhammad and the panties of the believers. This is about panties, about our sex. And Muhammad is not a single guy, so Allah is trying to find him a good wife. He have many wives already. So what this is about? It's very obvious that Muhammad is fabricating a verse, trying to get women into his bed, claiming that God told him he's not the guy who care for that man and busy. And look what happened. When ugly women they start coming to Muhammad, what Muhammad what Muhammad he did? Muhammad he said to himself, "Uh oh, I'm getting many ugly women now after I made this verse. So what I will do? I am going uh, to make another verse says, I have the right to choose the one I like, and I will uh, refuse the one I don't like. I mean, have you ever heard of madness like this? Look what he said." You, oh Muhammad, S-A-W, can postpone the women who you, you will. Postpone? What does that mean? Women, they start coming to Muhammad, they are ugly, and he don't like how they look like. So Muhammad, he starts saying, uh-oh, 
I said whoever a Muslim woman she can give herself to me and now I have a lot of them and many of them they are ugly so how I can get rid of them so he created another verse saying Allah he told me I can postpone upon any one of you and I choose the one I like I mean isn't it this is obvious so Christian Prince he says who is a Muslim female Muhammad the Christian Prince who is a female a Muslim Muhammad Fatima Khadija Aisha want to sleep with me and then all the women they came to my door and I look from the window and I seen very scary women outside waiting for me to have sex with them. So now I have to save myself from this. So I would I do I create a verse says Allah told me I can choose and I pick as I like. Okay, thank you for coming. You, you, the woman who there, you are very old and you are overqualified for the business. You, you are overweight. So thank you very much. You, uh, you know, I don't like really your face. So you are overqualified too. I mean, what kind of a prophet this prophet is? Uh, wait, so this verse is saying that he can postpone the turn of uh, whom you will? What, what does that mean? The women who is coming to have sex with him. You see, the Muslim in the translation, they lie. They say wives. There's none of them became a wife. Not even one of them became a wife. Those women, they want to sleep with him because he just told them in the previous verse, any one of, the, of, of them, they want to sleep with you. They are welcome. Uh you mean you mean marry them right not what marry them <laughs> okay name for me one of the women who gave herself to muhammad became a wife go ahead he did not marry any of them never it's just for sex sexy club the prophet sexy club uh, can you show me like the, the the whole verse just zoom out so i can so i can read i'm showing the you the whole verse oh. okay we go you can read the, my friend you can open your quran from your side if you want and then here it says and any believing women any believing women you know we can change the translation if you want i mean this is me translation here if you don't like this translation, we can change it. You know, whatever you wish. Uh, uh, this is verse 51 of which chapter? Verse number 50 and 51 in chapter 33. Any woman want to give herself to the prophet, give herself to the prophet. Imagine we say to those people here, they are watching, hey, Christian prince, Muhammad hijab, he accept donation as cash and women, please. I mean, come on. Women? I mean, we, we arrived to the point we have no shame to say that any woman she want to give herself to the prophet? Why is that? What does this have to do with God? How I can serve God by saying any woman she can sleep with me? Unless you're Muslim, you believe that when Muhammad have sex, he have orgasm, and Allah, he have orgasm by Muhammad. Otherwise, what joy that will bring to Allah? Uh, I don't know. This is... Mm. Disgusting, isn't it? You have to agree, my friend. Come on. I advise you to leave Islam immediately. Well, uh, I don't know, because like... Well... Come on, I be honest that. with yourself. You, you see, you are a gentleman. You are a gentleman. And I'm sure you don't accept such a thing. I don't think your family, I don't think your 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 history, I don't think your mother, your father are bad people. I think you are coming from a good family. So how in the world you accept such a man come to you and says, any woman she can give herself to me? What does this have to do with God? What servant I'm doing to God by sleeping with Muhammad? Be honest with yourself, my friend. You see, I'm not against you. When I talk to Muslims, Muslims, they think I hate them. I don't hate Muslims. I will never hate them. My Lord, he, he, he ordered me to love everybody. So 
I am here trying to help you to show you that what you believe in is a scam. This man is not speaking for God. He's speaking for his panty. He's speaking for his private part. What's the point of this? You see, giving charity, I understand why giving charity is very good. Helping others is very good. But, on, and, you know, all good things to do for others are very good. But to do it for Muhammad, it's about sex. And you will see here, it says it's a privilege only for Muhammad. This is a privilege only for Muhammad. Why Muhammad, he needs such a privilege? What that privilege will, 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 will do for him? What that privilege will do to God? Why the, the rest of the Muslims do not have such a privilege? You need to ask yourself, my friend, when God, he gave a privilege to someone, what this purpose of this privilege? Is that going to make Islam better? Is that going to convince the Christians that Muhammad is a decent man? Oh. Actually, I can show you where where your book saying that if the prophet his eyes fall into a woman, her husband, he must divorce her immediately. Do you believe it? Wait, I come again. Your books, it's your books, your Islamic book says that if the prophet his eyes fall into a woman, which means a woman she was walking down the street, and Muhammad uh he saw her. Her husband, he have to divorce her immediately so the prophet can sleep with her. Uh, can I see that verse? All right, not verse. This is the, this is in your books. This is the official government website of the Kingdom of of, of Saudi Arabia. And read with me here what it says. Amazing. You see the, the, the page, right? Muhammad, he been given 16 privilege. 16 privilege. The first one, Safiyul Magnam, which means the best of the booty. So if you if we attack a house, the big the big screen TV go to the prophet. The small TV goes for you. Fifth of the booty will go to him. This is the second one. The three is always Saul. The fourth is a ziyada fi arba which means to have more than four women. Every Muslim can have only four. Al-Khamis, any woman she can give herself by just saying that. There's no need for witnesses, no need. He can just F her. As-Sadis, a woman she can give herself to the Prophet without permission from her parents. Imagine, a Muslim, he cannot do that. A woman, she can do that to Muhammad only. Muhammad, he do not need to pay dowry for the women. Even when he is doing ihram, he can have sex, but Muslims cannot. He used to take an oath. Number nine, he can take an oath and he can break the oath. Only him. Muslims cannot do that when he take an oath for women. And Al-Ashir. The mic is yours. Translate, please. Uh, where should I translate from? If, if he sees a woman, uh, her husband has to divorce her, and she's, uh, she's 
permissible for him to uh, f her okay what do you think of this why if your prophet saw a woman her husband must divorce her immediately so the prophet he can sleep with her uh well uh this is like uh what servant what 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 that have to do with god my friend what did it have to do god imagine i am a person trying to say to you that i am here coming to serve god i'm a servant of god god he sent me to you and then i say to you if i see your wife and i like her you have to divorce her so i can sleep with her what kind of religion this religion is I mean, like uh, in the Bible, uh, Solomon had 700 wives. My friend, my friend, the Bible is a book of history and the book of God, which means history of people with God. So in the Bible, it might say Christian prince, he commits sin. It might say Christian prince commit adultery. It might say that Christian prince, he killed people. It might say Christian prince, he have a thousand women. But it's not God who told him to have and to do. There's a huge difference. Here, this guy, he claimed that this is coming from his God. We have in the Bible many people who commit sin and they are asking God for forgiveness. As an example, David himself. He commits sin and he asked God for forgiveness. He did not say that God told me to look at this woman, uh, this woman and he and, and, and sleep with her. He did not make an excuse that this is coming from God. What your prophet doing, he wants women to sleep with him and he claim it is God. This is a privilege from God. This is not his fault. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. This is like wrong. So, my friend, thank you very much. You see, you are a decent man. This guy, I told you, I, I have a feeling about about people. You know, this person is coming from a good family. There's no way his owner will accept such a thing. If Muhammad tried to do that to your wife, I'm sure you will kill him because you have an honor. You are not a trashy person who would accept such a thing. You have dignity. Yeah, this is wrong. So denounce Islam, my friend. Say Islam is obviously Muhammad is a false prophet. That's it. Get out of this cult. They fool you. They say to him, he's a trustworthy. He is the good guy. He is the perfect man. He is the perfect between the best of mankind. They worship him. They made him in a in a point that nobody even dared to question his honor. But the second we start reading, and we did not even read much. There is tons of stories. Disgusting. We are just scratching the surface outside, and look what we found. And as long as you agree that this is wrong, that's when Muhammad can't be a prophet. Correct, my friend? Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. I'm so happy for you that you decide to leave us now. But, like, I, I don't know, like, if Islam is wrong, like, then, like, uh, like, what's, what's the truth? Like, my friend, I don't know. My I've friend, been raised I advise you, I advise you to go and download the, the Bible, the, the, the New Testament. Because the New Testament is about Jesus and his teaching. The Old Testament is history and a lot of history. Read the teaching of Jesus and see what Jesus is about. Muhammad 
obviously he's a person working for his own he, he opened a corporation he put the title God but the fact behind the title there's something else there's someone trying to use you and abuse you and take advantage of you read about Jesus you will see it's the opposite you are the one who said to me the Christian believe that God died for them so look 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 how different is Jesus and Muhammad Jesus he came to us to save us and even his life paid to save me he did not ask me for return and look at this guy he wants to sleep with my wife Jesus he did not ask for money imagine if Jesus he can raise people from death how many kings they will give him everything they have all the kings in the world they will be his slaves just keep me alive please each time I die keep me alive if Jesus want to abuse his power which is beyond imagination what Jesus can do so I invite you right now my friend to accept the Messiah as your Savior you breathe but there is no guarantee that you will breathe tomorrow maybe you are young but don't worry there's many people they are young and they die before the old one maybe you are 10 years old maybe you are 50 years old maybe you are 18 years old but death come any moment any second and then you will not earn your salvation I invite you right now as we speak to accept the Messiah, the amazing teaching of the Messiah, the Savior, Yeshua, the Messiah, Yeshua al Messiah, the only Savior, the one who says, Love your enemy, the one who said, It's been said to you, but I say to you, for he have the authority. If somebody asks you for your code, give him your address. If somebody asks you to walk a step with him, walk with him 1,000. If somebody curse you, pray for him. Don't curse him and kill him. He did not say to people, give me your women. He did not say, give me your, 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 your money. God do not need money. And even servant of God. The second a man he worked to serve money, it's mean he is serving the devil. The second a man he serves sex, it's mean he is serving the devil. You see, all of us, we are sinners. And me and you, we are not better. We, we get tempted. We get tempted by women. We get tempted by, by, by sex, by, by, by money. But we don't claim that God is telling me to do that. That's disgusting. That is an insult to God. If God is a true exist. So I invite you right now, my friend, to accept the Messiah as your savior. And you cannot say one day, I never heard of you, the Messiah, because one day the time will come and the Messiah will ask you, did the person, his name is a Christian prince, say to you, I invite you to accept me as your savior. And you said, no. What do you oh, want to say, my friend? I, I like the, the message of Christianity, like love and forgiveness. I think that uh, that's like nice. So, uh, I don't know. You know, my friend, you know, it's not only about forgiveness. It's not only about love. You see, the first thing Jesus teach you is not to be selfish. When, when they asked Jesus how to pray, he said, he told them, pray like this, our Father out of heaven. And then he said, forgive to us the same as we forgive to others. This is not about forgiveness. This is about not being selfish, not about to think about yourself. You see, the problem in this earth is everybody think of himself the same as Muhammad. He want to sleep with all the women. But he is not thinking about the women. He's not thinking about their husband. 
He's not thinking about the feeling of those people using them and abusing them sleeping around and then dumping them He is thinking only about himself. That is the devil Selfishness is about being satanic Jesus is anti selfishness Serve others so you can be served when Jesus he said to his followers. I want to wash your feet They said to him. What are you talking about? You are our God how you can wash our feet? They refuse. He said to them, if you don't let me do it, you don't belong to me. Imagine God himself, who is coming to us as a man. He is humbling himself and washing our feet. Why Jesus is doing that? He don't need to do that. This person is resurrecting people from death. Is this person is making the blind see? This person is amazing. People they are amused. Like I mean, what? Whoa, whoa! This man, what he can do? And then he said to them, "I want to wash your feet." Because Jesus want to give us the best example how you can be a follower of Him. If you want to follow me, you wash the feet. To be a master, you have to be a servant. You do what servants do. You don't do what masters do. People, they want to be masters to have servant. Jesus wants you to be a servant, then you are a master. And that's my Lord. So I truly, from my heart, my friend, I invite you to accept the Messiah because this is an opportunity. It might not come to you again. I accept him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A happiness in the kingdom of God. A happiness in the kingdom of God for this brother who accepted the Messiah as his savior. The Bible says that happiness in the kingdom of God will be. The problem is if we believe that ignorance is the way to live. If we believe that ignorance is wisdom, if we believe that sin is the way to be, if we choose Satan and his lifestyle over God, that is the problem. And what Islam does, Islam make you believe that God is about sin. Muhammad, he makes sin legitimate. Make muta order of God, which is nothing but sex contract. Muhammad destroy every teaching of a true prophet. That's why he called he call himself the eraser, al-mahi, for he is going to erase Christianity, and he is going to erase Judaism. And he is going to erase everything good we stand for. And there's no better than the name of Jesus. When I look for dignity, I find Jesus. When I look for wisdom, I found Yeshua. Our friend, when he called us, he said Yeshua, mean the anointed one. He do not know that Yeshua mean the savior. The second you call him Yeshua, you are calling him God. The second you call him the Messiah, you are calling him God. Muslims are poor people do not know what they are missing.
and our duty as a Christians to bring them to the truth. We glorify the name of the Lord, for there is no name better than his name. 